Hey everyone, my name is Sarah Tillamont and welcome to Her Ascension Story, the podcast that proves the world is transformed by every hero's personal adventure. Here we talk about the real and the raw things that make up life and what it really is. It's the authentic things that should be talked about more, and I'm talking people's stories from around the world that we can all see ourselves reflected in. Yoga, sex, consciousness, healing, the hard parts about life, and so much more. My hope is that you get inspired here to go deeper on your personal and if you like this stuff and you want to go deeper together, be sure to check me out on Instagram at Her Ascension Story. Thank you so much for being here. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are extending the Starseed series, and we are talking about the teacher soul archetype, the teacher Starseeds that are here. You can really tell right off the bat if you are a teacher Starseed just by you know, if you just want to soak up as much knowledge and wisdom and experience everything that you can so that you can actually help others learn and lead in that special way. Um, That's just one easy way right off the bat. But of course, Ashley Delphine is with us again today. She's going to tell us all about this beautiful archetype. So um, we're just going to dive right in. So um, really, this teacher archetype is the is the second pillar of the four pillars in our starseed um, school of remembering. And so last week we talked about the healer soul archetype, and that's really empowered embodiment and healing, really integrating and healing on the four densities of life, the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual. And so this teacher archetype is the second one, and it's the access to the star wisdom and to the knowledge, uh, really honoring the teacher within and the star nations while opening up this knowledge to anyone on the path and deepening authentic inner wisdom. So I'm just going to hand it off to you, Ashley. Don't be. All right, I'll take it. Um, all right. So we think about archetypes again, just kind of going over the basis of what an archetype is. Um, archetypes are really, these are the original patterns or the models that really lead us into life. Um, I kind of think of the star nations like the kind of iterations of those archetypes. So think about a tree with its branches or the roots going into the earth. The main trunk is the archetype and then the roots and the branches are the archetypal, the star nations. And then what we come from as star seeds, earth seeds, star travelers, any of that, all the souls come from those different places because we are all are technically of the stars. So, um, basically archetypal energy can be these overarching themes in our lives, but can also really just lead us. It really can show us, um, a map of who we are, how we show up, how we think, um, and what we're supposed to do. I mean, sometimes we just kind of feel lost, but thinking of, um, like the healer archetype, like in moments of confusion, are, are you centering back in your body? Are, are you feeling into what's happening? Are you able to, um, show up in that space for yourself, um, and not just for everybody else around you. So the healer can lead you in certain ways, just like the teacher can. So with the teacher archetype, teachers are obviously the ones who bring us knowledge, um, but also wisdom, but then any archetype can technically do both of those things. The teachers are the ones who kind of lay it out in a different way that show us, um, like storytelling and sometimes even, um, knowledge that is more um, like scholarly or book knowledge. It really gives us different options and ways to do things. Um, teachers can be physical, hands-on. They can be mental or spiritual or emotional. They don't have to be just one way or do one thing. Teachers show up every day in our lives, 
literally if someone cuts you off in traffic that could be a teacher for your patients um there's so many different ways to see being a teacher and i think that's the beauty of this archetype is that it shows up in so many different ways and that's exactly how the star nations show up they are showing up in all kinds of different ways to teach us different things so if you're ready sarah we can go right into the uh the actual star nations if you want to yeah yeah so for everyone that um hasn't listened to the first episode the healer soul episode um we're actually going into the specific star nations ones that you've heard of like orion i mean everybody looks up at the sky and sees orion's belt so um we're really going in depth into these nations so that if you feel interested or feel called in any of this you can you know dig into research a little bit more about these specific nations and and maybe discover more of your roots and of course, you know, you're always welcome in the Starseed School of Remembering to dive into all of this more. But yeah, let's just go right in, uh, right to the first, right, First Nation. And it's perfect that you brought up Orion because they're the first of our teachers that we talk about. So the Orions are the scholars. They actually have this beautiful mission of bringing knowledge here. And by scholars, they really work in the realms of medicine, technology, um, sometimes religion. Um, but really just helping us bridge the gap between religious religion and science which is kind of where spirituality lies is that bridge between the two we're, they're all actually talking about the exact same thing but it's helping us to understand them on our different paths of life earth seeds for example might experience and understand knowledge more from a technological or medical or maybe even religious aspect um star seeds might experience it more in the religious and spiritual they might also love technology depending on what kind of your lineage is so they all braid and weave themselves together and help us understand things in different ways so when we show up. Orions are ones who dive deep into knowledge. I mean, like 3 a.m. wormholes online looking at stuff. Um, I'm an Orion and I know Sarah is too. <laughs> um, this literally happened last night when I was uh, working on stuff for the school. I was deep diving into all kinds of densities and different things about um, the universe. And I was like, okay, focus stop wormholing because you can get so lost and in these different aspects and then your brain's just like what i need more i need more so the ryan's yeah. are definitely go ahead <laughs> yeah it seems like we, but when we do that we're activating so much more within us like i remember being oh my gosh like you guys i i know i sound and might look young but this is right when computers started getting into schools <laughs> and I would just Google things about ghosts and intuition and stuff like that, because I was experiencing those things and it just activated so much more. And as I grew up, I started researching things about star seeds and it all happened because of a dream that I had. So like kind of bridging that childhood intuition into the adulthood star seed stuff really. And so just going off of that intuitive dream that I had started Googling things about starseeds and I'm like, holy shit, this is awakening and activating so much. And like, I think that that's really where that teacher teacher lies. Like it gives you that knowledge and that it wakes up that inner wisdom within you to just like really help you expand. And the Orions are so good at that. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're, yeah. They, I'm, I'm actually, I feel like I'm blessed to be an Orion sometimes <laughs> because I'm, I'm always a perpetual student. I'm always showing up in space as a student because of that. And that's a big thing about teachers too, that I didn't talk about earlier is that teachers aren't just here to teach us. They're here to literally keep showing up as students so that they can continue to teach better in those spaces. So the more lived experiences they understand, the more they're able to show up better for the people that are around them. 
they never want to just be the same thing all the time. They're always expanding and changing and shifting depending on who needs what in the moment and especially what they need as well. Showing up as teacher for yourself, what are you learning to how to take care of yourself and things like that too. And that can blend in with the healers as well, because all of these aren't separate. All these archetypes are going to blend and shift and move together, depending on what you're doing and having this toolkit of being able to know what archetypal energy is happening in different situations can help you to show up better, um, to be able to navigate those situations and basically work in your missions and do what you're supposed to do every single day. So, all right, we're going to go into our next star nation, which are the Nihals. Um, I actually finally met a Nihal, um, in one of my Sarsi DNA readings this week, which I was absolutely stoked by because I've never met one in person. So she, uh, ba- basically clarified and confirmed all the stuff that I know about them. So that was awesome. Anyways, uh, we call them the advocates. Um, so the, they basically are kind of like the social workers on earth. They really help us to, um, be better, to see the universe more clearly, to live more purely. Um, they're actually one of the future iterations of the human race. So there are two, two groups, especially that I know of the Sasani and the Nihals that are, um, actually our future selves. So they, um, are hybrids. Um, that's basically how the human race is going to survive as hybrids. Um, but it's just, it's just absolutely, that's a whole other wormhole we could go down, but we're not going to do that today. (laughs) Probably in Starseed School, we're going to go over that a little bit, but it's a whole other topic. <laughs> um, but Nihals usually come here and are um, very intuitive at a young age. So they see how to do things differently. They're the spiritual leaders who bring change. They're teaching us how to be better in our spiritual selves, how to show up better in those spaces. They challenge the status quo. And those people are teachers. Those catalysts shake shit up. Um, and those can be sometimes the biggest teachers because we, we get stuck in these, like, we've always done it the same way kind of concept. And that actually can be very stunting for our growth, um, on every single level, the physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional. It's not just about the spiritual life. It's about stunting ourselves, um, in every possible way. So Nihals are amazing people, um, that are advocates for change and shifting and really um, doing things differently and showing us how we can show up in those spaces that way. All right. So we're going to go into our next, which is, um, we call them the seers. They are the Zeta reticulans. Um, a lot of people see these, um, beings. They're also called the grays. Um, they can get a bad rap, um, because of things that they've done, um, things that have been controlled or been made for them to do. Um, but we, everyone has, um, the polarities, the dualities of good or bad and all of that kind of stuff. So there are good and different sects of Zeta reticulans who are here doing amazing work on the planets. Um, and the seers basically, they are, they really want us to awaken our psychic abilities. Um, Zetas are very telepathic, um, telekinetic, and they can actually help us to open our intuitions and teach us how to work in those areas more intensely. They also really help us to show up in understanding energies around us. So they really work <laughs> kitty, um, in those spaces um, and really just make our understanding of our intuition more real to us. So it's not this like big um, kind of 
ethereal thing, our intuition is, can be embodied. I mean, how like, especially things like clairsentience, where you are literally feeling things in your body, um, for your intuitive, intuitive hits basically. So those are things that are physical and not just like mental things like a clairvoyance. Like there's, we're using all four of those densities, that mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual within our intuition and Zetas help us to see those different pieces. So they help us to show up in that way too. Uh, next we have the Maldex who are the redeemers and they're the redeemers because they're basically trying to teach us on earth how to not do what they did. Um, so the Maldex, uh, did this, basically their planet, um, became very technologically advanced. They were very robotic. A lot of things were taken care of for them. They started to become lackadaisical and selfish in the way that they were doing things. They wanted more power. Is this sounding familiar to anybody? Um, so Maldex are here to teach us to not do those things because their planet was, decimated because of the, the choices that they made. Um, a lot of Maldex came to Atlantis. If you know anything about Atlantis, you know that it sank because of they wanted power. It's, it seems like just weird things keep, these cycles we keep talking about keep coming up. So Maldex are here to teach us how to not do those things, how to not be and live in that way, how to focus more on nature, on our spiritual um, connections, also blending in technology and finding ways that are the proper ways to do those things and not just focus on those things, taking over jobs for us. Um, I know in my own work, especially I'm not Maldekian, but I understand I actually learned a lot from learning about them because I have this like weird thing with technology. I absolutely love using it for my work because it allows me to talk to people. I have clients all over the world, all over Asia and, and Australia. Um, and it gives me the opportunity to speak to them when normally I wouldn't be able to for the readings that I offer. Um, but at the same time, I don't like having my phone around my crystals. I don't like having my computer on a table that has, I have it up above a table instead of on a table with all of my work. There's different ways to I kind of break away and not have those energies blending and setting intentions that, you know, the EMF or anything that you're doing is not blending with the energy of the spirituality things that you're doing. Um, but I'm still blending my work with those things because this is how I create guides for my work. This is how I research different stones. This is how I connect in. Um, there's ways to use them and to not let them overtake your life. I, you know, I still do my planner on paper, but I have my scheduler in a computer. There's, there's just, it's a whole thing. Um, yeah, it's about give... balance. Yeah. 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 That balance. And I actually have a couple questions. So first yeah. I loved how you mentioned um, specifically with the Zetas that, you know, all of these races, even <laughs> as beautiful and, you know, God or goddess, like um, people see the Pleiadians, they even have a bad history and, and they can get a bad There's rap. There's a bad so, thing with Maldex and Pleiadians that people debate every day that the Pleiadians are the reason the Maldex are gone. So that's a whole, it's, I know it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so like it, when we think about being a star seeder, or we think about these star nations, we think that they're perfect, that there's something to work towards and everything, but like they've experienced their own karma, their own experiences as, as well. Um, it's just that we, we are here because from those nations because they carry these different frequencies that the earth needs to help keep elevating or, you know, the ascension process that, that we can talk about, but we won't go down that wormhole. <laughs> and so 
Um, the other one too is Maldek. I've heard that that's the planet that was destroyed that became a part of, was it the asteroid belt or? Yeah, because it was in between Mars and Jupiter and Mars was actually one of its moons. And and it was so- like a super Earth, oh. yeah. Oh, wow. Huge. <laughs> and see, we can scientifically research that too. Like, I mean, that comes up. I've been going to the public library and looking at all these different solar system books and constellation books and everything. And like every single one says, yes, we used to have another planet, but it, it exploded or whatever. And it became a part of, um, you know, the asteroid belt. So it's just really interesting yeah. how we can, we can look into the science books and then we can hear this backstory um that isn't in those books and it's just it's beautiful it's beautiful yeah I love it even with astrology um thinking of like Maldek in general a uh, different asteroids that we actually talk about in astrology like Vesta or Juno or um, Eros those are actually part of Maldek so um they have different aspects of Maldek that are in infused in them which is what we use in our astrology charts to give us different aspects of ourself um so it was just a really interesting correlation like looking into um because i had a client who asked about different frequencies and different places and she was maldekian and also the nihal um and she asked about like maldeks basically and like what how is that going to affect her now and i was trying to think well think of your astrology i think all like all these pieces started to kind of flow together as to like how maldek is still a part of our experience on earth because we think about Saturn and Pluto and all of these different planets in our charts, um, that's, uh, are impactful in the way that we do things. Um, and astrology used to be a part of the science world with astronomy. They were one in the same, they were not separate. They were separated because of religion. <laughs> um, and it was separated out. My wife's an astrologer, so she's gone and done all the like the historical knowledge and like how things became this way and that way. It's a whole whole other uh wormhole man a lot of wormholes today um <laughs> so it, it's just really interesting how they do blend like that and they show up and different places and you get all these different pieces to the puzzle and what is absolutely perfect about that kind of um metaphor allegory of those pieces is that's literally what the the starseed wisdom is they're pieces to our puzzles that we are holding we have the pieces but where do they go um, so I just think it's really awesome that you, I've never actually heard of it being a scientific thing. I've never seen anything like that. And maybe I haven't researched it, but that's amazing. Sarah, you just completely blew the top off of that. So <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's just awesome. Like it goes science. It, it blends so much into this, like, and that's where this is really the bridge um, between science and spirituality. And of course, that's why so many starseeds are obsessed with bridging it. And I mean, I know scientists who are also Reiki healers, you know what I mean? <laughs> like college professors are, you know, so it's, it's crazy how much we can like go, um, into this integration really of it. And I think that that's, that's the whole reason that we're here to show it, but it can go even all the way back to, you know, chanting Om. Ohm is the the vibration of creation, the sound that the Big Bang made. Um, And so it's like, it goes so freaking deep into it all um, and just how we can blend it in in all these different ways. And what matters is that we find the way that works for us. Totally, totally agree. Yeah. Awesome. We have one more teacher that we're going to talk about, and those are the Syrians. 
So a lot of people have heard about Syrians. We just went through the 8-8 portal last month. Um, right? We're in September. Yeah, I get lost. I don't know what month <laughs> it is sometimes. Um, <laughs> and that was all about the Syrian light. So Sirius is seen as our second son or our spiritual son. Um, some people believe that, well, a lot of people believe that the Akashic records are actually held on Sirius. It is like a huge library of information. Going to Sirius is like a way of spiritually evolving and the Akashic records are not, not different at all. Um, that's actually my forte is working in the Akashic records, but we call the Syrians the light bringers. So you would think that the light bringers should be part of the light keepers. Um, but we felt that Syrians we're pulled more into the light bringers because knowledge can bring light and illumination into our lives. Um, it shows us the things that we might be missing. Um, Syrians can be still technically very um, supportive in our spiritual growth, which is what the light keepers are, but it comes through the knowledge. We also call them the fathers. They're very like a divine masculine energy that doing that researching that connection Uh but like between them and the Pleiadians, or like the Syrians are kind of the fathers of, of earth and the Pleiadians are more the mother energy of earth. Um, and Syrians just want us to continue our, our soul growth because earth and Sirius are actually two planets um, of many that are creating frequency and vibration into the universe. And the frequency that we hold kind of ripples out everywhere else and helps other places to expand as well. So Sirius is right is moving a little higher than we are in the dimensional energy which um the dimensional energy is basically like first second third fourth fifth up to 12 sometimes some people believe there's 144 that was the wormhole i was on last night was talking about dimensions <laughs> um but all of these different dimensional energies bring a new level of understanding think of your own healing or understanding of something the more you know the different ways you're able to be, are able to process information. So, um, I'm trying to think of how, like think, think of that the concept of the onion of like, we are all these, these big onions, there's all of these layers, the more layers deep, the deeper you get, the more you understand how to do this or do that or show up this way or heal this way or, and then more things happen that are the same as before, but they seem to be different because you're able to show up differently and more healed and, um, knowledgeable and just kind of those set in your ways is not the right word. That was completely not it. Um, but more, um, expansive, I guess is more like, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. More experienced so that you can, it like that spiral, as soon as you come back to like how I see the spiral of life or of healing is it's um, kind of like a cone, you know, like we start very low and very wide and we have like so much to traverse, but as we keep elevating or keep growing, I guess you could say, um, it becomes tighter. And so we're experiencing the same things, but in a much shorter time span so that mm -hmm. we can really hone it and then um, continuously coming up to that point. But every time we come around it, we have everything that has come from before that. I love that. I've never heard that before. That's awesome. Perfect. <laughs> so yeah, all the teachers, um, the five that we talk about in the Starseed School of Remembering are basically just here to expand our knowledge and to get us excited about learning and about um, expanding our own understanding of us, because that's part of Earth School is to be here to learn who we are and to show up as we are. So in a way, 
<clears throat> the teachers are also the ones who hold the keys to open us up to our own wisdom and knowledge. Um, so I'm absolutely, I, this is probably my, I wouldn't say my favorite week, but it might be up in my, at least top four. I mean, there's only four. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like Sarah and I both show up in these spaces. Like I, I teach Reiki. We are both teaching this class. I know that you also, every, everything that we offer through our social medias and things like that, we're all teaching things. Mm -hmm. Um, and just showing up as teacher, but showing up as student is literally honoring this type of archetype in that way. Yeah. And, and I mean, you nailed it. We're both Reiki master teachers and how that works is that it doesn't mean that you've mastered Reiki. It means that you have allowed Reiki to master you so that you are continuously learning. Like, even though you're a teacher, you are still being not mastered in like master servant or anything like that. Just, um, you know, polished, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. You're continually okay. And um, happy to expand your understanding of the universal life energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, we both hold um, lineages within this archetype as well that helps us to expand. And of course, um, this whole entire course was was fully channeled. I mean, it came from, you know, meetings that I had had, like, and they kept having this nudge, like, work with starseeds, work with starseeds, like, it's time, like, you have to help them, like, make this real and make this embodied. And so that, um, you know, what I keep getting this past week is, it's not enough to know that you're a starseed or your lineage. It's, it's about knowing the mission that that lineage has which this is everything that, that you can just, oh my gosh, you can amplify it so much and, and clarify it. And then once you know that it's about having the tools and the practices to actually fulfill that. And so that's exactly what this course is. And so this teacher archetype for both of us really comes into play there because as teachers, you have to have these learning experiences so that you can learn really what you can teach. You can't teach unless you've learned it, right? Yeah. And so we have all of these life experiences that, you know, a lot of students can resonate with, um, but we also have this experience and, and this wisdom just like locked within our soul or unlocked, I guess you could say now as things are activated to, to really teach it. So it's just beautiful. It's a perfect partnership and um, it's just, it's going to be a powerful course. So we are totally welcoming you all into this. Um, we begin on October 2nd. Um, and if you are listening, this is the year 2021, <laughs> we will be running it more in 2022. Um, and yeah, just, just keep a lookout. So you can find Ashley Delphine, um, at Gro- the Grove Apotheca at the Grove Apotheca on Instagram and the Grove Of course, you can find me at her Ascension story on Instagram and her Ascension story.com. And we are so looking forward to chatting with you next week about the lighthouse archetype. So the inspirers, the ones that like uh, they're way showers, we'll just leave it at that. And yeah, we will chat soon. Bye everyone. Bye. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that this episode has some way inspired you to take control, given you the tools to feel secure and on fire in your own independence and help to unlock within you the impact that you're here to make. You're not born with a purpose. You're born as your purpose. It's already inside of you, and it's your responsibility in this life to live that in the truest way possible. If you've gotten any sort of value out of this episode, please share it so that we can together 
expand our inspiration and our impact in this world.